Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eternia Archives weekly podcast, where we are almost a full crew this week. In this yeah. podcast, we discuss topics of interest to our followers on social media, our friends in Discord. Definitely consider joining our Discord. We have a lot of awesome people there, like Ram and Gozu. I don't know who else is in chat, but if you're there, you're awesome. Uh, so what topics do we have this week, Lane? We are doing our top five upcoming games in that we know are coming out in 2021. Um, we are going to talk about some, uh, just have a conversation about some uh, game developers uh, that we would like to see either come back to life, so to speak, or um, maybe be uh, as good as they once were. Um, and then we will, uh, are we doing a battle table this week? Yeah. Okay. Sure. We're doing, <laughs> doing a, <laughs> I was thinking deep. about that. I was like, you know, we never really talked about it, but I got one we can do. You got one. Okay. Yeah. So Nick will do a battle table, uh, topic and, uh, then we'll talk about what we've been, or our poll. We'll do a new poll this week. Talk about our poll. Yeah, we got two week. polls to discuss, actually. Oh, do we? Yeah. Okay. Skip cool. two weeks, get two polls. That's how it goes. That's right. Okay, so we got two polls to cover. And then we'll just talk about uh, what we've been playing the last uh, two weeks. So, how are you guys? It's good to see Rad back. I know. Oh, yeah. I was so um, hyped. I thought we were going to get Inashi today, but he's out getting good deals on games. <laughs> As um, always. Really happy to be back for sure. It's been too long. For sure, man. For sure. I can't even remember the last time you were on. Yeah, geez, it's, it's been, been what, like a month and a half. It's been like it's, it's been like five weeks at least. Yeah. Wow. I was yeah, I was out of the country, so it was hard for me to Well, to we got back, you back now, buddy. I'm 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 here now. Let's go. Awesome. Cool. Um yeah, so I guess we can just jump in with our top five upcoming games. Uh, we're going to do it a little bit differently this week, try something new. Uh, before, we've been kind of, you know, everyone kind of rotating around the room, so to speak, and everyone's given their top fives. Uh, we found that a lot of times if a game gets repeated, um, there's not much to say after it's the game's already been talked about. Um, so we're going to try a new method here. And anytime we come across a game that's already that's on somebody else's list, We'll go ahead and cover that and just kind of have a, a discussion and on why we placed it, uh, you know, at, at certain points on our list. Is that correctly? Is that correct, guys? Did I describe that correctly? Adequately. Pretty much, yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Should right we, so should maybe we actually not eloquently, but should we, yes. <laughs> should we actually discuss which games are coming out this year? Uh, or just go through the list. Let's go through the list. And if you and have, then... Yeah, I mean, if you have a master list, Callie, maybe that would be better. You could just kind of go through it and then be like, okay, does anybody have this game? Or I mean, master list. I mean, I, I just read a lot of news. I wouldn't say I got a master or, list. You just got it. You just got it memorized. So... Or, or we can just, you know, we can just start with our list. Yeah, and, let's do that. Or, yeah. or, or one game, and, and then and then complete that with the full. Yeah, list I'm sure. Game. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of overlap. Yeah, exactly. Well, Rad, um, since you've been gone, why don't you start, buddy? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Okay. <laughs> so, so my number five is Scarlet Nexus, actually. Um, um, yeah, the game looks 
the Lego, the game looks like a platinum game to me. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, so it reminds me of Astral Chain and um, um, games like that, you know. So, so I'm really, really curious to to see what the end product is because I, we've seen trailers and yeah, it looks cool and it looks very anime and and very JRPG ish if there is a word word, um, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you think, guys. I, I, I think I, I, I want to pick that up. So I also have that game. It's number five on my list. Um, I haven't... So I know they got a release date. I haven't actually... Did they have a new trailer for the game that showed gameplay? Because I haven't uh, seen any gameplay. There are two trailers in total. There are two trailers okay. right now. Yeah, there's another, yeah. yeah, there's two trailers. That That is also my number five game. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, thank, yeah, that's my me? number five as well. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> What are the I have a feeling these lists are going to be fairly similar. Until it gets to the, uh, the higher up. I think it's going to change quite a bit, actually. I think it's going yeah. to change. I don't think anyone picked my number one. Actually, I know no one picked my number one. Uh, well, we all know <laughs> it. What is it? Hello Kitty Island Adventure? <laughs> you shall see. I don't want to kill the anticipation. Cal. Oh, guys, we got a new follower. Thanks, Mimir, for the follow. Appreciate Thank it, buddy. Fellow, Felony fellow. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to see some gameplay. Um, I hope it... I, I don't... I mean, I think I would be okay if it was, like, really, you know, fast-paced, platinum, you know, near automata-style combat. But I think I'm kind of hoping more for, like, maybe, like, a Tales of feel. Right. I think I it's going to be... what we're going to get. No, I think it's going right, to be yeah. more like... Uh, some cross between Astral Chain and uh, what's that game that's like, oh, Code Vein. I think it's going to be a mix of those. Yeah, it looks like that. Uh, oh. but, uh, but I will, It looks I, very fast-paced, like a Platinum game to me, and mm -hmm. I was thinking more of like God Eater because okay. that's what the uh, art style yeah. everything reminds me of. I, I feel like that's the progression of that engine or something, the art style of the characters and everything because as God Eater went on, like the first game looks a little rough in some areas, but you, you gotta say the character models look pretty awesome. And as the series went on, it feels like, which it ties, well, Cobain, all that, you know, <laughs> progresses. And it's like, I feel Scarlet Nexus is like the next step on that engine. It is Bandai Namco too, so right? Yeah. So I feel like yeah. they have the uh same engine, so they probably used that and built off of it. Cause it looks very similar to me. Yeah, so I guess we could talk about uh Code Vein for a second. So I've had a, a thing on my stream for a while of when I get my five hundredth follower, I'm gonna do a special stream and I'm gonna stream Code Vein when I hit that. Oh. Uh, so that's in my backlog. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a character before the stream, and then we're gonna just do a few hours of the stream. And I know it's a Dark Souls like game, so uh, oh yeah. But, yeah. but there, uh, I mean, I can see you enjoying this one more than Bloodborne, for example. I think I will. Because... I think I will. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, did. yeah. and he does. Yeah. he doesn't enjoy the Dark Souls games neither. So right, he said think... it feels more like its own unique thing. This will be uh, Callie's gateway drug, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. 
Um, I don't I know said if you guys that about saw Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, not not for not for Callie at all. Uh, but Mamir asked, "Is there any hype for Ruined King, the uh, yes. League of Legends MMO?" Yes, MMO. It's Whoa. an MMO, isn't it? Well, I thought it was a single player RPG last time. Uh, I did a Google. I, th I thought it was an MMO, not the MMO. Okay, single player <laughs> RPG, yes. Turn based single player RPG, oh, I'm yes. all for Ooh. that. It's by the people that did Battle Chasers Night War. Oh, I'm, I'm getting it. Darksiders nice. Genesis, the people that. It, it, it's from the team airship syndicate came from visual games which were the original team behind the darksiders games they were published by thq but they dropped them pretty much and pretty much they dispersed and then airship syndicate kind of formed their own thing and i think battle chasers night war was their first game that they kick-started and that guy resounding success from the kickstarter and i love that game everybody knows i love that game battle chasers night war uh got the platinum would do it again but i so does this game pl take place in the league of legends universe yeah i think yes. it's uh what the bilgewater it's uh set in shadow isles or bilgewater i don't remember i'm uh, a you're gonna know Mamir, yeah. you're the lore god tell <laughs> us Tell they us just where's did this, where's a it at? Whole big Educate us, cinematic sir. trailer for League, and it ties into that. Like this whole last season has to do with the ruination that's been sweeping through and everything, and then the ruined king. Uh, he's been kind of highlighted for this past season, it seems like. So they, I guess, people liked him so much they decided to give him their own game, and I'm very, very excited to see how it goes. But the thing is, I hope they update the graphics and uh, because as much as I love League style, I still I've been playing League here recently, <laughs> just a few games here and there. I, I've, it's like my guilty pleasure. Um, I'm in the League of Casuals, but it, it's still fun to me, no less. But the thing is, if you're going into the single player RPG market, League of Legends graphics is not going to hold up. No, I haven't seen the not gameplay you... trailer. He says yeah. it's uh, uh, Illoi, Yasuo, Ari, Pike, Misfortune, and Bilgewater. Ah, so, so a lot of the starters kind of. Yeah, it's people in Bilgewater. So, yeah, I mean, it's okay. But uh, so Mamir is like the lore guy. He he knows yes. lots of lore. When I oh, originally got okay. into League, uh, yeah, Brom. He's he's the macho guy, right? He's a he's a big tanky son of a gun. Yeah, I remember him. But I I got into League and was like reading the lore, and I was like, wow, this they could like make a game based on each character's kind of like backstory and everything, and it would be awesome to see them take all that lore and do something with it. Because I love the characters. I mean, they've got the strong character design already otherwise league wouldn't hold up today and just seeing them do something maybe make like a more personalized experience for each character is very interesting i hope they nail it and if they do then this could cause like a whole y'all talk about like continuity of the trails games <laughs> 
uh, check check out the continuity of the lore of League of Legends, and it it'll be awesome if they nail this. Cool. Uh, so cool. does that have a release date? I don't know if it has a release date. Mm, they've been very under wraps about it. They just give out little teasers here and there. I I'm, I follow the uh, Airship Syndicate on Twitter, <laughs> but. Right on. It's supposed to be first cool. quarter. Yeah. First cool. quarter. Uh, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. We'll see. We'll see. Scarlet Nexus, though. I mean, I'm very hyped. Uh, I, I'm going to be taking off work when that comes out and play it that weekend. So. At first, I was just like, well, they're going to have some unique combat for this one player. But it looks like you'll be swapping out different party members and stuff. And each one's got, like, their own quirks little different cool. types of combat looks very interesting very stylish um love the art style a lot and of the monsters kind of remind me of yeah. like shimigami tensei demons but more techno-ish <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> if, if that is a true rpg I, that'll be one of the few sci-fi rpgs because we really have like a shortage of those nowadays that really focus on like the sci-fi elements and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlet Nexus is Bondi Namco. I yeah. don't know if they're the developers, but I know they're publishing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your number four, Rad? Um, do you want me to go with number four or do you um... Oh, are we uh sorry? I, you I can guess... go. You, you can you can say your number four actually. Okay. It is made uh, by Namco. So uh, my number four is Shimigami Tensei Nocturne. Is that Ooh, anyone yes. else's number four? I'd say that's my uh, number three. Okay. Fair. Not on my so, list uh, at all. Wouldn't even be in top twenty. <laughs> it it is not on my list because I'm playing it right now, the PS2 version. So. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so, so he's but, playing but, the OG. But, yeah. yeah no easy way out there <laughs> great 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 game in my opinion but i'll talk about yeah. it later i uh i played it a little bit on the ps2 and i liked what i played but um now that they announced the remaster i think i'm gonna play that instead on probably on the switch um, i'm very excited for it because it's going to be my f i have several snt games but it'll be my first mainline entry to play oh really yeah, I've played spinoffs and everything of SMT besides Persona, mm -hmm. but I never played mainline SMT games. Well, I think Nocturne was the first one we ever got in the States, if I'm correct. Yep, I think that's yes. correct. Yeah, I think and that's everybody's like, what is this devil worshiping stuff? Yeah, it's featuring Dante yeah. from Devil May Cry. Right, we're it's, everybody's and like, it works, and it works. I Works yeah. so good, <laughs> but the thing is, it was like a sleeper hit. Nobody really knew yeah. about it. I have my original yeah. with the soundtrack. I still got it. I never beat it. I'm never gonna beat it. But you know, isn't the remaster <laughs> not supposed to have Dante in it? No, it's got Dante for DLC. Or you have to pay DLC. for it. For DLC. It's the oh, Rido. what? Come. On. Yeah. It's got Rido too, though. Yeah. Greedy, greedy sons of bitches. <laughs> there are several <laughs> things of DLC, and also mm -hmm. you can get it four days early if you pre-order it on Steam. It was originally going to be only on the Switch, or that's what the rumors were. 
and now I heard in one of the videos they say it was for every modern console. I could be wrong there. That's crazy. Yeah, it is definitely going to be on Steam and Switch. So PS5, PS4, or PS5, probably PS4, and then yeah, up, upscale PS4. Yeah. The fact that it's going to be on Steam is promising. I, you know, now with the success of Persona 4 Golden, I'm glad that they're putting more um, Atlas games on Steam. If you go to Steam, then you can see that they've already got like five different types of DLC planned for it. Do you have to pay for easy mode? Uh, No, you don't. It's all free. It's it's DLC. The Merciful difficulty is DLC, but it is free. It is free DLC. Okay. So you have to add it. I think uh, I don't know. I uh, I kind of want the authentic experience of this game, but they get I ready also... to die a lot. Welcome yeah, to Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah. It's, it's no so, joke. <laughs> so I I think I think it is better than I thought because of what everyone says. You know of how difficult it is. It is it is hard. I, you have to grind, but um, but so far I'm. I'm doing okay. I've died a lot, but it's not like it is impossible. Yeah. I could always do maybe two playthroughs and if I'm ha- getting frustrated, <laughs> play on my easy save. Or you can, you no, can. I, 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 no, I couldn't do that. I'm not going to play it. I'm, I'm good. There's an <laughs> Anashi in the chat. Anashi, are you coming? Can we invite you? Can you, can you jump on the call? Come on, Anashi. I'm surprised you're not interested, Callie, because I know you, I mean, you like hard turn-based games. Yeah, well, I I have played that game. I've tried to play it a few times. RNG, RNG is a factor in that All I have to say is that there's this one fight, I don't know, it's like eight to ten hours in the game. That's like an hour from a save point, and uh, you get unlucky, and you get this random battle, and you die. And I'm like, I don't want to redo this hour again. You redo the hour and you get that same random fight again and you die. I'm like, I'm out. I don't, she, I'm done. She's right. You, I'm mean, out. you, mean, a, right. you mean a nocturne? A nocturne, yeah. yeah. I, that game yeah, that, is that's true. Get ambushed. That's true. That's true. That, the way, the way, so I'm, I'm actually very conservative on the, so I, I do some progress and I, I, sometimes I find myself going back to the previous area just to save and then yep. come back because, um, yeah, it's very it's very um unfor- unforgiving in that in that aspect. Yes. But at the same time, at, at the same time, the game the game rewards you for going back to previous areas, and I I, I didn't know that until really? I actually tried it. Yeah, mm-hmm. in terms of finding new treasure chests or stuff like that that weren't there, or new conversations uh, or new tips from demons over there, they change the dialogues and stuff like that. So so I figure, <laughs> okay, I'll go back to previous areas and grind. Um, and make the grind, you know, more fun I- instead of just staying in the same spot, fighting and fighting. I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. I cool. remember I watched Shadow Elite HD. He, I think he played through on hard mode for his yeah. first playthrough. I watched that too. Oh my gosh, he was raging so hard uh, at that game yeah. sometimes. I remember it's him hilarious. saying like that he would never play that game ever again. Yes, which, see, I, I, I feel that. <laughs> Because uh, Devil Survivor, going back to it, I'm like, I'm doing it on Overclocked, and I don't have all of my, like, multiple clear demons anymore. And I'm like, 
Oh gosh, because I went for the traditional difficulty. And the thing is, the game is very hard, but it makes you see like every mechanic and figure it out to truly understand the combat system, which I feel is very much the same with Nocturne. Like by the time you progress anywhere in the game, you're going to have a true mastery of the system before you beat the game. Yeah. <laughs> so For not sure. like some RPGs where you're like, oh, well, there's this mechanic. Well, screw that. I'm just going to grind until I'm level 99. No, this game's going to pretty much force you to use its mechanics and play it like I, a fiddle. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think I think in Nocturne, if you have all your demos and they are level 99, but they're like the wrong type for the fight, you're going to die anyways. Exactly. Yeah. You really have to strategize your party. And yeah. we, you may not important, yeah. <laughs> you may not have the perfect party when you first go through. You might have to backtrack and get one said demon that just might make this one enemy that's an absolute pain like the exploding toilets in Persona 1. <laughs> Suicide Bomber <laughs> Toilets, I will never forget, will completely wipe your party. <laughs> So there was a boss in Yakuza, like a dragon. Uh, you guys can watch the last stream if you want. Rad, I think you were watching. Uh, there was a chimpanzee that took over a like backhoe, and I had to fight the chimpanzee <laughs> in the backhoe. Like it was like attacking oh. me with its shovel thing, and it was ridiculous. Did you fire your laser? I fired my laser. <laughs> I've only got ten side quests left, and I've done all of them in the game. So. Yeah, I know you had like 50 at one point. Yeah, there's 52 <laughs> total side quests. I've done 42 of them, so. Wow. That's quite a bit. Yeah, the game That's is so lot, good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm a fire at my laser, Mamir says. <laughs> That's right. Are you going to complete it like 100% uh, or something like that? Uh, I'm going to do all the side quests and the main story. I'm not going to get platinum on Xbox because Did I just don't care. Yeah, well, fair enough, fair I, enough, I think yeah. it's not that bad because I've seen. I don't people care. Do it. It's on Xbox. <laughs> it don't, I don't care. I just want all the side quests, Good the story point. done. That's over. That's like I'm tempted to go back and get the platinum for P5, but this on Switch, there aren't any. I, and Nintendo <laughs> needs to set some Nintendo goals. I don't think so. so. The plat, the I platinum so. on uh, Royal is actually easier to get than I think base game. Uh, I'm not that far. I think you can like get it in like a quarter playthrough, pretty much a playthrough and a quarter. It's not bad. Uh, well, I say that, but that's like 25 hours. So, <laughs> cool. Um, so, uh, so just FYI, this thing that Mamir just talked about in chat, he's actually working on a new game. That's all I can say. It's turn-based ah. RPG. Pretty exciting stuff. Cool. So, oh, yeah, you're telling me about that. Kevin. Yeah, it's a... It, no story. The story's super unique. That's all I can say. <laughs> huh. But uh, it's turn-based RPG. I'm real excited. They're going to have a demo for it eventually, and uh, I'm excited to try it out. That's all I could say. It's going to be amazing. Cool. I think you guys are going to like it. Cool. Let us know when you have some progress to try it. Let's go. So anyway, our Nocturne was my number four. Uh, Callie, what was your number four? My number four is the Diamond Remake. 
Uh, Ooh, Pokemon oh, Diamond. I'm so I'm really hyped for that. I, <laughs> I I'm so hyped for it actually. When I beat Yakuza, I'm going to probably do a Pokemon Soul Silver playthrough on stream. Uh, I I really am excited for Pokemon Diamond. That that generation was probably the one that that was my last generation I really cared about was with Platinum. I loved Platinum. Like I, I have still Diamond and Platinum and the giant book. I've still got all that. I I, I loved that saga. So, I, is anyone else excited for that? That's actually yes. my number one. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. my number one Pokemon we got remake fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I love those games and. Yeah. Um, so it looks so good, miss, doesn't it? It looks so good. So, yeah, yeah. So something that I miss from the Pokemon franchise is the difficulty. Uh, it's not known, of course, for, for being difficult games, but at least um, in Diamond and Pearl, we have some challenge, especially towards the, the end of the game. So um, I, I, I'm really curious to see if they left it like that or, or they you know decided to nerf it. So hopefully not. We'll see. But I yeah, hope, super excited. About I hope you games. can still go into the alternate dimension and get Giratina because that was a really crazy area. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they do that. Like they did in Platinum, right? Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that was cool because so, it was yeah, like that... a level eighty area. It was so awesome. Yeah, I'm excited because, like, for me, like I kind of quit playing Pokemon after like Emerald. I bought Sword and yeah, Shield. Same. But like. I never did play Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, or any, so I'm excited to have this opportunity to play that again. Yes, yeah, so uh, I first played. Time, I, say. I played Leaf Green, but I dropped it like early because it was pretty much the exact same. But I did play Pokemon again in the Mystery Dungeon games, and I had more fun in the Mystery Dungeon than I did the entire franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Because actually... like the Pokemon actually have characters and they talk, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Wow, these it actually adds like substance to these little guys." And I'm like, it, "It's honestly, Mystery Dungeon is probably my favorite Mystery Dungeon games. Like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, they're probably my favorite ones in that version." It's really interesting because on those games, Pokemon are really the stars of the game. Yes. Meanwhile, like in the in the main line, the trainers um like kind of you know have a, a very important role next to the Pokemon as well. So it's more is the usually they, they the, be the, the best. Yeah, the plot the plot is about you know um someone trying to you know destroy the world or something using Pokemon. So, I, so yeah. I can't explain the plot of mainline Pokemon games without singing the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> My have you guys be the very best. best. Like no one ever was. <laughs> That's right. Have you guys seen the episode? Have you guys I want to rewatch the Pokemon anime. Like <laughs> ju like just the first, like the Kanto region. We, just need, we, we need this clip at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like, this this ten seconds. Yeah. So have you uh have you guys uh seen the episode of I think it's Bored from Viva La Dirt League where they're playing Pokemon Go and like I think it's Adam gets like hit by a car and Rowan's sitting there like singing the Pokemon theme song. Just trying to create it's so funny. I'll have to find I'm it. Not, but I am going to look this put, up. Put it put it on Discord. So it good. Discord, yeah. So I'll look it up right now. Cool. Awesome. awesome. So 
Nick, have we covered your number four? Nope. All right. What's your number four? Now I'm not, this is also another series that I'm not a huge fan of the main line, but I'm more interested in the spinoffs and that's Monster Hunter stories. Ah, yes. Specifically. That didn't quite make the cut, but I'm excited for it. It looks fantastic. And I love the art style and Wait, what was it? Sorry, I'm looking up this video. What was it? Monster Hunter Stories Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Yep. And it looks like it's going to have a pretty good story. And that's the thing that sells me on monster collecting games more than anything, I think. Because, or maybe just games in general. But I feel like that's the piece de resistance that ties it all together and gives me a purpose. But it looks fantastic. Um, The last game was pretty good. And I'm just curious to see what the future holds for that game. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And Gozu, that, that, uh, I don't think we're getting another Monster Rancher game anytime soon. (laughs) <laughs> I, I played the game boy advance games and some of the card game back on the playstation but that i don't think we're getting any of those i think no. they died out in the west a, a while it was so back. cool though because you could just like lift up the disc like the the cd thing and just put a random music cd and you get a monster right so cool so cool that was like phenomenal at the time and it's like those little barcode scanner monster gotchy things too at the time. It was just something that was real big at the time. And it was just really cool because it really like tied into like the anime, the series, because you had the disc that gave you the monsters in the series. And then you applied it to the game and it was literally discs <laughs> that gave you the monsters. It's if y'all it was so good. haven't watched it, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. The anime about. was great. They had the big, huge yes. discs, and they were like, and oh, can we summon Phoenix? Yes, yeah, so, so, summon Phoenix to stop Moo, the giant, like, Godzilla-like. Yeah. Moo. <laughs> and you can't forget Worm. They had, like, some of these simplistic... It's so things, dumb. The monsters but... look crazy awesome, though. Yes, it's crazy. Like, Tiger. Uh was it rex rex was one of them raptor something like that it it, it's a great series um the games are good too but you'll never see it in the west again no it's done yeah yeah uh but yeah that game uh monster hunter stories 2 i have the date here i saved the date is it june or something july 9th july 2021 so it's not too far and it looks fantastic for a switch game i mean monster hunter fans are so spoiled this year like oh yeah i bet lame wolf is just so disappointed yeah Yeah. oh he's going crazy waiting for his copy of rise to come in (laughs) (laughs) i think i will only get monster Uh, hunter rise if ray and rad get it i might get it (laughs) I might. I. I. I the I, demo probably is not out. day one, but or if but yeah, but I, yeah. I'll play with you. Guys. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Monster Hunter World. So, which I, this one yeah. was developed side by side with like cross connections between the teams, so they used a lot of the resources from World. Yeah. I played the demo. Rise. It's very similar to so. World. Just 
down for the switch basically yeah yeah <laughs> a step down yeah but they they did like some tower defense type stuff with it too you're going to have oh, really? like yes there are they dropped a new trailer and it's like you're going to have waves of monsters coming in and you've got like some defenses traps you can set up and you can jump with your line bug i think it's called wire bug and yeah spidey man over to the ramparts <laughs> and man a cannon for a few seconds before the monsters get to you and then you can mm. sound the horn but uh, blow the horn of gondor or something go run to rohan's <laughs> aid with increased attack power and everything and actually like your team just waylay them so it, it it's an interesting thing for multiplayer and they kind of added to it a little bit and they also incorporated cool. some of the NPCs from the story into it. So maybe it will have more of a story focus than yeah. it did in world in previous centuries. So yeah. that, that would be cool. Like you could have, like if you're doing a, a group fight or something, have one person who's kind of tanking the monster, so to speak, and drawing it to the cannons. And then you got somebody else on the cliff shooting right. at it. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, but it's on the switch. It's going to look like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about how they do it. And some games Potato. look great. Some, not so much. Potato. It definitely was uh, jarring. Paint, paint. Because I played the Monster Hunter Rise demo not very long after playing Monster Hunter World with Rad and Ray, and it was kind of jarring <laughs> Maybe how the, much of a step down it was. Well, I'm sure the Switch yeah. Pro will help once it comes out. Are you guys getting a Switch Pro? I'm getting one. That's that's a myth. It needs that's it. A it needs a boost. It's not a myth. Down. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's not a myth. <laughs> I, I watch so much news stuff. It's in the news like it, every it day. Is, it is as real as Elden Ring. No, that we know that's real. They're making it. Yeah, they they late. Did you see the late gameplay? It's coming. I did. I did. I did. But um, okay. I, until, it's until everywhere. It is, until it is not official, I I won't I won't be hyped. So they just purchased thousands of uh, LG screens for no reason. Samsung What's screens. Samsung, Samsung, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so OLED. Ray, the OLED screen is only 720p. So yeah. sorry to disappoint it's not you. Going, it's not going above. 4K 120 or no buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 420 no scope. Can you do the thing, Nick? Can you? Can you do the thing? Can you put your background, your uh, your Call of Duty background? <laughs> Come on, oh, come yeah, on! We yeah, gotta do it. On. Gotta have it. Yes, Elden so Ring is find, there. So if you want to find Nick, Nick on X and Xbox, here you uh, go. I, my COD account. Uh, yeah. Hold on, I'll post it for you. The, you can find me at 420 Lint Liquors Anonymous. Hashtag <laughs> your mom likes miners. <laughs> <laughs> oh I usually goodness. play on the weekends. Uh, and then I hop on around Christmas for all the new kids to join while they're telling me about all their, how they got to clean their room for their mom. That's when I get them. 360 no scope. That's when you get them. Oh boy. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, and then God. they scream right before their mom turns their PlayStation off. It seems great. Times. Wow. Uh, cool. So I I do not have Bry uh that Monster Hunter game Seven Twenty No Scope. So good, so good. Uh, I don't have Monster Hunter on my uh list. I'm just 
Yeah. Like I said, I'm not that big of a fan of mainline, but the 3DS game is pretty good, and I'm excited to see where they take it because it feels like it's got enough backing this time to really be something to be reckoned. Cool. Well, uh, Brad, what's your number? Number, my number four. Yeah. So my number four is Russian and Clan Grief Apart. Ooh. I, I oh, just... I just want to, I'm so looking forward to be, you know, shooting stuff, platforming and jumping between dimensions with that SSD goodness of the PS5. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that one. How about you guys? Yeah. Is that is that in your list? It, it uh, was number eventually. six. It was number six, but uh, there's too many good uh, games coming yeah. this year. So for the record, I came up with this list like five minutes before the show. So I think I missed a few. And that probably would have been one of them. <laughs> you could just remake but, the yeah, list I, as you go. Just remake it. I, I suppose I could. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I think that actually would have probably taken the place of the Scarlet Nexus. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I still need to play through the uh, the um, the PS4 Ratchet and Clank game, which is free now, by the way. Um, so I might run through that. Before yes, I, before it the, is uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Next game, I got the platinum on that game, and then. Uh, I played it with the PlayStation Plus for free. Got the platinum with it. Loved it. I grew up on Ratchet and Clank, and I went and bought the copy because that, like, I didn't know that they were still making Ratchet and Clank games. Like after, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, game based on the movie, based on the game. So how could it fail? Yeah, yeah. It looks like the movie. It's really good. It's a really good game freaking phenomenal gameplay is fantastic and it's just a fun game i mean what what's the the disco the disco uh what's it called the groovatron the groovatron it's like a disco grenade and all your enemies dance before they die yeah i mean it seems it's so tough imagine that in a game like league it's just so toxic or or, So, so so i have a question for nick Yes. In this alternate reality where PS5s are in stock, is Ratchet and Clank enough to sell you on a PS5? No, but we already have Demon Souls, so. Mm. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm just going to log off now. Fantastic. Fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a mic drop there. Yep. I'm just... I'll get it eventually. But... <laughs> Yeah, so Mamir says, uh, how did you miss the Ratchet and Clank Future Trilogy? Yeah, you'd like I that one. I have, like, no idea. Like, because, like, all I saw was Ratchet and Clank Future, and then I was like, wait, they're still making these? Last game I played was Deadlocked, and the series kind of went, I guess it kind of went incognito for a little bit. Yeah, they kept making back. it, like, every two or three years. There was a new one. Yeah, well, I missed, like, all of them until they had, like, three or four. Like, All for One or something was coming out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Full Frontal. And, and yeah, I missed that. And I was like, holy crap. I missed so many games of it. I was like, they, I can't catch up now. <laughs> and... uh they did a reboot with the series, which I was so glad because I had no idea what, what was going on. And I, I just love the classic Ratchet and Clank. And the, the freaking titles are phenomenal. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Going Commando, 
up your arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Stuff, stuff you don't see anymore, but I love their titles and everything. They're all of them are fantastic games through and through with some of the wackiest uh weapons you'll ever see in a game like the sheep and nader yeah the new one looks really good it was number six but uh i can't fit every game on my list (laughs) so yeah (laughs) what's what's your your number four um lane mine was nocturne so i guess i'll move up to my number three yeah go for it so my number three is skyward sword Ooh. so i never played skyward sword so uh yeah this perfect opportunity opportunity for me to give it a try um love zelda so looking forward to that game and i'm glad that they got rid of the gimmicks but they're there if you want to they're there if you want them yeah yes somewhere in the shadows (laughs) biding their time (laughs) for that one player that wants to swing his switch why are they it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All I That's know... The... Okay, so we need to talk about Zelda for a second. For the Zelda anniversary, I still think they're going to bring over the games that are on the Wii U to Switch. I think they're going to do that still. Yeah, I think so too. With it, but... It'll be a later announcement. Maybe. I'm fine yeah. with that. Like, Summer or something, yeah. If I could have Twilight Princess and Wind Waker on the Switch, I'm I'm good. Let's just do that. I can believe it, though, because Nintendo's the type to keep things completely under wraps like nothing. You won't hear anything about it, and then, bam, there it is. Yeah. On a Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct, just out of the blue, it's like, hey, we're doing this tomorrow. Boom. Because right. when did they announce the uh, Mario 35th anniversary, or the uh, the uh, All-Stars collection? Like two weeks before it came out. <laughs> it's probably going to yeah. be yeah. the same thing with whatever they do for Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 I, I, yeah, I think you guys are right. They have to do like a, like a Zelda direct at some point. Like the the franchise is too big for they, for not doing it. You know. Yeah. They'll they'll have some sort of Zelda collection and they'll give a release date for Breath of the Wild too. I don't think they're gonna do a release date for Breath of the Wild too. It's coming out next year. It's not this year. I, sorry, I should maybe I should say release window. I think that's fair that's fair we'll get a window yeah so i mean skyward sword is one i'm gonna pick up i got the joy cons ordered i'm i'm hyped Mm. i'm hyped for it i'm I'm gonna play it uh it's just i can't fit every game in top five (laughs) right i i want to get it just so i can swing my joy cons for some reason (laughs) so safety first wear your wrist strap yeah it was yeah i was gonna say that yeah (laughs) My TV will never be the same. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Skyward Sword is actually my number two. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm definitely picking that one up. Um, it's one of the few Zelda mainlines I haven't I haven't played. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about yeah. it. Um, I think what um, I'm most interested in the game is that Skyward Sword, like uh, chronologically, is the first, right? It's the first one, yeah. So it's I'm interested to see kind of like the origin story yeah so to speak plus they, you're flying a bird a... you have a bird so you know always gonna be always a plus for sure uh mamir cool. mamir uh nick is he hayes gaming i guess we have a lot of new people this week let's introduce ourselves obviously you can I see am. my name i'm callie callie chronicles 
Nick, who are you? I am Nick with Heat Taste Gaming, and you can find me on Twitch and Twitter as Heat Haze underscore gaming. <laughs> hey, Rad, who are you? So I'm Rad, and you can find me uh, on Twitter and YouTube as Rad Console Gaming. <laughs> I am Lane, aka the Laneinator, aka Hangman Dodge Four Two Six. Sometimes I stream on Twitch when I feel like it, but not really lately. So yeah. Cool. And Us. you can find me on my COD account, 100 <laughs> League Skills 420 Air Day 360 No Scope. <laughs> Keep it simple. Oh, God. So good. So good. Okay. That was awesome. I don't know where we're at. Three, four. Whose turn is it? Three. Three. That's so, it. We're on three. So Are I think it's Callie's turn. It's you, Callie, for yeah. three. Right. Okay, my number three yeah. game actually comes out next month, uh, and that is uh, the Near Replicant remake. Uh, I bought the Collector's Edition as soon as I saw it announced. I'm like, bought, done, let's go. Yep, yep, before it hits $1,000, oh, let's do Oh my god, it. oh god, I'm so hyped because they're letting you play as the fast character, not Daddy Near. So no, excited. I want Papa Near. Well, good. Ooh, Deal. Go, go play the PS3. <laughs> Just, you're fine. I'm so, so excited I, for it. Why can't it be DLC? I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really excited for for that one, but I'm gonna play this instead of mm. buying it. So mm. I'm gonna uh, play as Papanier. I'm Team Papanier. So I'm I'm with Rad. I just played that game a few months ago on the PS3, and uh, I love it. And yeah, Papanier for Papa the Nier win. I like the I like faster combat. You guys know that. So I'm excited for Near Replicant. Is anybody else excited for it at all? Like Nick, you're buying it. I'm yeah? excited. I'm excited for. I, the, I mean, I am. I I'm excited for 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 new fans to get into the the series because I think it is good. But um, I probably stick with this version. I, I'm I mean I'm doing the same thing with Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. So, so yeah. Like I, I've played a couple hours of uh, the game of the Yorha edition of Nier Automata, and I'm not that big fan of open world adventures so uh, it, my, that's my thing I'm, i play one like once every three years and that's about it that's <laughs> all i really want uh honestly i think ghost of tsushima came a little too soon because i like speed ran that thing so <laughs> but um near automata i feel like they kind of use the androids like they still have senses of humor and stuff slightly but I feel like they're lacking from like some real character. Yeah, because you didn't beat the game five times, so yeah, you didn't see the story. Yeah. That story is such a mess. It's such a mess. Well, it's just I mean the combat's phenomenal, and it's got some crazy fights and everything, and it story's crazy. The whole game is crazy. I but... love the uh, the different types of gameplay. You know, you have the shoot 'em up elements. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have the you know the hack and slash the bullet hell yeah combat the, the with sections. the gun yeah and then you have like the hacking section where you kind of got to like almost solve the maze or whatever and um yeah whatever they're called you I just don't really understand why my android was like had some humor but not a lot and then she was in a hypersexualized maid outfit. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's like Genshin Impact. Shots. It's Genshin Impact, right? Well, the thing is, like, I can't even find the uh, collector's edition to say how much it costs. It's now like four or five hundred dollars. It's pricey. Yeah, yeah, because there's like so much freaking uh, sexualization of the character, and but I, the crate is crazy action and everything. Yeah, let's see, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite possibly the greatest action RPG combat ever made. I mean, because Platinum Games, Platinum Games. Oh my God! Like I thought, Ease Nine was gonna beat it out at first, but I'm like, no, you just spam the ultra powerful attacks and dodge. It's not near Automata. Near Automata is something. It's amazing. It's so good. And the thing is about this remaster, they kind of in the original you could only do magic or like melee at a time is that correct or could you do simultaneously uh it's been so long since i played the old near you could oh i think it kind of depends on the move honestly well i think they said something about like being able to use your spells in the middle of your combos and everything so it's everything feels more fluid more like Mm. the platinum games version so That'll be a little step up of the original combat, and I, I'm I like the world of the original near a little bit better, I think, because I'm not for the very bland tones and everything of the city that you're kind of stuck in for the first couple hours, and then the sand desert and the forest was a nice touch, and the parade. It does have its moments, but still, the overall tone of the game is very bland. So, I, I'm very curious to try the original Nier, and I'm going to beat Automata. I'm, I'm not through with it, so I'm still forming an opinion, but there are some things I like about it, and some things that I don't. And it's just... Yeah, it's it's long. Like, to get all the endings. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, Mamir. Have a great rest of the day. Yep. Yeah, both of those games have incredible stories. Both Nier yeah. and Nier Automata. Loved them both. And I'm probably just going to watch a video to learn how it all ties into Dragon Guard. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It's it's like one ending of one game ends up linking right. into another ending that's specific to another game. Two, I've watched it because it's a mess. It's, it's Yoko Taro at his finest. It's almost like a how a God Eater ties into something else <laughs> well i mean that's just like the wall right the origami are just across the wall yeah something like that something like that spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert uh anyway um was it number three was that your number three no it's my number three nick yeah that's... what's your number three or four three was nocturne Okay, so what's okay. your what's your number two? What's your next? What's your next? What's your next one? My number two is Digimon Survive. Ooh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it is not canceled. It is scheduled for a twelve thirty one release of twenty twenty one. That's a that's a strategy RPG, right? Yes, it's supposed to be a survival. Uh, based like visual novel elements and then you go into a tactics based battle system so I'm curious about because Digimon has always had kind of a more mature theme to it 
than Pokemon did in continuity with its story. And that's something that uh, I've always enjoyed about Digimon. And if you look at like Cyber Sleuth, uh, they also had a game. It was a remake of the original Digimon World for the PSP. I don't know if it ever officially came out of Japan, but it had the character artist of Durara and Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor at the helm. So they they also incorporated like some of that into Cyber Sleuth, I believe. He might I might be wrong on that part, but uh, anyway. It's always had some more mature themes to it and some more mature characters and stuff and a bigger plot overall. And kind of focusing on that plot is, I think it's a strong point for the series and following with the fans because the fan base has been maturing. You don't have many new Digimon fans to solve Pokemon. So I'm interested to see where they take the series and I'm, Hoping it turns out good. There's been so many delays, and it's been five years since we got our last Digimon game in Digimon World, which was not received that great. Digimon World Next Order, I should say, by critics, most people, but I liked it. And But basically, the pretty much the last true RPG one that wasn't like an action or anything, but turn-based... We got about six years ago, which was just an updated version of a Vita game. So I am very happy to see one that's like meant for modern consoles and everything. That is a true turn-based RPG. Uh, Digimon World is uh, kind of favoring to its origins where they started with the original Digimon game, Digimon World, and how they kind of started off as like a Tamagotchi thing. So it, it's just interesting to see the series evolve, and I would love to see the mature things. And I'm dying for a Digimon game. <laughs> it's been too long. So that's my number two. Cool. That's cool. I knew that was going to be on your list somewhere if it was still coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. I hope it's still going strong, but we haven't heard a peep out of it. So So rad. So I only have one one game remaining on, on my you list. number three. What's your number my three? My number three uh, is the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh. Mommy! <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> so, so, yeah. So it's funny because I do have uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3 for the PS3. Um, I played a little bit of Mass Effect 2, but then I realized, um, I, think, I think Lane told me that if you if you have played the first one, you can transfer all your 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 progress or or the ch or the cho or the choices you made in the first one. And there's also a yeah. for that, right? And and you you can, yeah, you you could have a better experience that way. So I decided to wait for 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 the remaster and play them all. So I'm really yeah. excited. I I know I know a lot of people think very very highly yeah. about this franchise. So I'm I'm really open to to be blown away. Yeah. So, for reference, Mass Effect Legendary is, all, is my number two. Um, but I really, think yeah, one I thing that number one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Mass Effect. But yeah, like what Rad was saying, I always hesitate a little bit to recommend Mass Effect One because it's such a step down gameplay wise. But 
from a story perspective, I think you just got to do it. And just know that, just know that while Mass Effect one is not a great shooter, it gets better. The, the, they really did a lot better in two and three with like the cover mechanics and um, one was definitely smoother. One was definitely more focused on like the RPG aspect because I remember the first level, uh, your targeting reticle is like the size of the moon. Exactly. And it's like, you may hit something if it's in this spot. (laughs) Right. Okay. I'll take my one in 500 chance. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't think they will, but I do kind of hope that they've maybe done a little bit of quality of life improvements to the gameplay. I kind of think it's probably mostly just going to be graphics, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that being yeah. the case as well. So just, yeah, PSA, anyone who's going to be playing Mass Effect for the first time with this new uh, Legendary Edition, don't judge the entire series based on Mass Effect 1's gameplay. That's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, Mass Effect 1 is definitely an outlier. It's a very, very short game. Just get through it, and it's yeah. amazing in 2. I think you can beat in like 10 hours, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's short. They're all pretty short, honestly. Just Makes focus it for a lot of room for multiple playthroughs. So, yeah. They don't have a lot of like choices and stuff that follows over besides the main story beats in Mass Effect 1, I don't think. Yeah, there's very, there's a few very critical choices, I would say, that carry over, but it's probably less than, it's probably like 10 to 15 or something. It's not yeah. significant considering that they are including all dlc besides what is it the pinnacle station there was one dlc that got like corrupted or lost or something i think it was for the first mass effect something i can't remember yeah anyway but they will should still have the dlc from mass effect 2 that you can redo your choices or make a uh, mass effect one say from scratch pretty much to carry over which yeah. you can do all of your major decisions there. Uh, I don't think it'll let you do like a bunch of the minor stuff, but yeah, there is a lot of the minor lot. stuff doesn't really have, I would say have a huge impact. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Just play through them all, make your own choices and see how it ends up. It's, it's I actually, it's funny. I I've, I've played the game, the trilogy, I think three or four times now. And wow. I still have not done a renegade playthrough. I I, ju- I don't know. I'm just not. A, I'm I'm a nice person. I just can't be a bad. I just. I did. Mean. I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not on the first one. I was totally Paragon, but I did Mass Effect two like three times. I think so. Nice. I got the. I I was a total douche to everybody, and <laughs> my entire team died. <laughs> and on one playthrough but it's hilarious seeing some of the renegade options it was just some of uh, them are really funny some i I like going back and watch a lot of them on youtube it's like just how much of a prick can you be to these guys (laughs) and it is absolutely hilarious yeah i think i will do a renegade playthrough this time just because i haven't done it yet if you can see multiple playthroughs on this yeah and the one thing that i hope that they fix is the galactic readiness for mass effect 3 that was 
it, they should never make multiplayer a requirement, I think. Yeah, I agree. That was just, I mean, the yeah. multiplayer was good, but in order to get your galactic readiness up, it took hours of multiplayer yeah. gameplay. And I'm like, this should not be here. I agree. I did enjoy the multiplayer a lot, but yeah, I agree. You shouldn't make that a requirement. Like Absolutely. I prestiged on the multiplayer a couple times, but it, yeah. I wanted to continue my story right off the bat. And they're like, no, you must play the multiplayer. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm happy to see that they have like all the DLC pretty much incorporates this game, including the uh, multiple ending fixes that they did. I, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, could see sure. why some fans would be very upset when they were left with like some of the options that they didn't want yeah. <laughs> after three games of build up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my last one. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, lame. Okay, so I think I've said everything except for my number one. I still have my a two M one left. My number one is Final Fantasy XIV. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yep. So uh, he said I'm, it. I'm I'm, uh, I'm back on the Final Fantasy XIV train. He's Thanks for stopping by, Lone. Thanks for stopping by. Lane's back on the crack. <laughs> yep, I'm back on the crack. You're back on the dark side. I uh, actually finished uh, Shadowbringers base game story this morning. Um, I was, I, uh, so a little bit of history. Uh, I quit playing Shadowbringers in like fall of 2019. It came out that summer. I got fairly far, but I just wasn't in the mood for an MMO at the time. So I very quickly, you know, got caught up with the story in Shadowbringers. And I got to say, like, um, actually, you know what? Let me say, let me save it for what we've been playing. And let me okay. focus on Endwalker. Endwalker, I am very excited for, um, Based on just, I mean, Stormblood was probably my least favorite expansion out of all of them, but I, they still, like, they're all very solid, and I think they, I mean, every single expansion that has come out in Final Fantasy fourteen story-wise, I think has been on par with a lot of other Final Fantasy games. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to Endwalker, and especially after day, today, since I did finish Shadowbringers, just because the story is top-notch. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they add. Uh, I think we're supposed to have a uh, a presentation by Yoshi P next month sometime, uh, talking about a couple of the new jobs they're adding and some of the content they're going to be doing. So I'm looking forward to that. But that's my number one. Well, Kali, what's your number two? <laughs> yeah, my my number two is uh, Pokemon Snap. The new Pokemon Snap. Oh yeah. Uh, I I have beaten that. the original game. I don't know how many. I've 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 a hundred percent of that game. Like six, yeah. seven. I don't. The game is so good. I would probably I, say that's one of my most completed games. I love that game. I can't wait for it. Like I'm taking two days off where I got to pre-order it somewhere I could pick up in store on Friday to make sure I could play it. Um. I. Oh my God. I am so hyped for that game. I love Pokemon Snap. And hey, I get Kali, to, what? what if it's not as good as the original? Then I'm going to cry and be sad. Uh, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> like, is anyone else going to pick it up day one like me? 
I'm not going to get day one because I honestly forgot about it, but <laughs> I, I am very yeah. excited to get it. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, 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 I love Pokemon, but I have no nostalgia for first now. Yeah, I love I'm with, it. I'm with Rad. Like, I don't have any nostalgia for the game. And I mean, call me an ignorant plebe, but I Lamp. don't, see, I don't understand Something the appeal of playing a game. Where you take pictures of Pokemon. That's well, just, that's know. okay. See, I don't get, I don't you get see, it. You see the beast in its natural habitat. <laughs> There's nothing like I, I, I guess the point is that, that was really good. Being, <laughs> instead of being a, a Pokemon trainer, you you are a, a, a Pokemon researcher instead, basically. Precisely, mate. You're like Professor <laughs> freaking Oak in his pod. <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> can you, can, you know, if you do this voice on your streams, you're gonna get so many viewers. <laughs> like, just do that voice all the time. You will, you will, you will be partner already. You have partner like, like in a week. Yeah, just. Oh, just moved to Australia. <laughs> just, just switch all your. Just seriously, I'm not joking. Just put Aussie, Aussie plays. So here's what needs to happen. Callie's going to stream Pokemon Snap and Nick's going to narrate it. <laughs> oh, God, that would be such a good co-op game. Nick will, Nick will be on, on the Discord voice chat narrating everything. Nick, do you want to do that? I'm serious. Oh, totally. Totally. I would watch the oh, shit my God. that. <laughs> That'd be so good. That'd be so good. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, it's April 30th. I, it's that weekend. Uh, schedule I'll, some time. I'll, uh, I'll, file, I'll file the patent and trademark. This weekend. Seriously though, that's it. guys. I'm so excited. Can I go ahead and tell my number one so I can get down with? Go mine? ahead, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. If you guys know anything about me, you already know what this is. I'm wearing the shirt right. today. It's Kenna Bridge yeah, of Spirits. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's so good. I I'm, I can't wait for that damn game. I'm gonna I'm gonna take off enough work to I could play it in one sitting and beat it in one sitting. Like, if I take just take four or five days <laughs> off, I don't give a shit. I am so hyped for that game. <laughs> I, I like Final Fantasy VII Remake, same thing I did. Ori and the Will of the West, same thing I did. I am so hyped for Canada Bridge of Spirits. Like, if it's not half as amazing as I'm excited for, I'm going to be really sad. Kenna, oh, it looks so good. So good. I hope, I hope they don't do a, a God following you. Hopefully, hopefully. No, 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 this is actually going to be good because they actually <laughs> post on Twitter cute shit and they already have merchandise. Godfall is trash. It's trash. <laughs> it looks like a freaking DreamWorks uh, movie. Yes. Oh, God. That's what I was going to say. It looks like a Pixar movie. You know? Right. So excited. So excited. Oh, uh, can, can I just have it right now? Like, it was late to August. I'm like, I hate you. I've got audits that time of year. I hate you all. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? You hear that, chat? Um, Callie's not going to eat. She's not going to sleep. She's not going to breathe until she gets Kenna. <laughs> just well, just don't breathe. I think uh, you'll be able to you do it until August. <laughs> I, 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 I think the game is going to be short, but hopefully they do like, they have like replay value of any kind. I'm platinum yeah. that shit. If, unless it's terrible. If it's awful, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> looks so good. You, you, it should be. It, yeah. It's. I'm definitely excited like for it, but I still don't feel like I know enough about it. Like, right. I'm low-key. I'm low-key excited vague. about it, yeah. I feel I'm like it's going to be too. good, just maybe not Masterpiece, because it is like a indie studio, isn't it? Yeah, but it looks amazing. Like, I'm, I, I don't I'm surprised that indie studio can put that out. But then again, there's Ori. 
So yeah, Ori, uh, uh, so good. I don't want to jinx it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Seven Remake was amazing. Ori Lilith yeah. was amazing. Lane, yeah. just your Remake face. Remake is debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, the Yuffie episode, I'm very hyped for that. I'm going to play oh, that, that too. That, that was going to be my honorable mention. Like, um, um, Integrate. All right, Nick. Right. Nick, what's your number two and number one? I already did my number two, I think. But uh, You did? What was it? Uh, survive. No, it was, that was number two, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, my number one would be Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. Honestly, it's still supposed to be this year. <laughs> well, yeah, we can hope. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is like, it felt like no other open world game to me. The combat was phenomenal. The story was just, it's something never heard of, pretty much. So it, good. It literally went outside the box. It took what you thought was the box and then put it inside of a box as it went like, beyond that. Box. I'm not going to spoil it, but that conference room scene. Oh my God. I, I, I lost it when it, I was like, you're kidding me. I'm a sucker for some sci-fi. And at first when I saw like the giant robotic T-Rex and everything, I'm like, it's, it's got a yeah. transformer in it. And I'm like yeah. <laughs> with tribal people and it's, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> You know, for that game, like, for that game, I'm trying like I'm trying to picture what the end product of Forbidden West is going to be, and I'm just like, how could they make it better than what Horizon Zero Dawn was like? Exactly. Because, right. I mean, obviously, you know, no loading screens, but like the gameplay and the variety of machines and yes. the way you take down the machines, it's like, wow, if they can top that, this game is going to be like. I mean, Horizon was like. For me, it was like the console defining. Yeah, it, it's the greatest open world RPG ever made. Yes, I agree. Except and, uh, for one other game that's better, and that's Xenoblade X. <laughs> I have yet to experience that, so. Tatsu is me, hero pun. That's all I gotta say. For me, like, and I don't like open world games, but mm, that I game is phenomenal. I enjoyed every second of it. I spent more. I, I think I might have got the platinum for it. I think I did, if I look it up. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure, because I got like the armor, the cells, everything. I did all the side quests. I killed everything. I, it. I love that game. I read. I got all the audio logs. That game is just phenomenal mm -hmm. the combat everything that you can find explore it's like this place just begging to be explored mm -hmm. filled with like knowledge to fill in the gaps of what you don't and you just when you think you know what's happening there's something else that's going on and it's yeah set up to be this grand epic for like however long they want to make it it was like the perfect setup and i didn't expect the ending scene to be as epic as it was but it was like a full-blown uh large-scale conflict i'll say yeah i didn't i didn't play the dlc john did and he said it didn't really link much to the main story 
I just hint at what's to come, pretty much. Yeah, so actually, I made him a deal. I told him when that game comes out, I will let him play it before I touch it, because he's just going to sit... He loved it. That's, like, one of his favorite games. That's open that's, world. That's yeah. so, a labor of love right there. Yeah, uh, that's just that's what you do. Now you're going to have to buy another PS5. I'm not. No, 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 no. no jo John will play it. John will enjoy it. He will beat it, and then I'll play it. Um, uh, he, he deserves it. He loved the first one a lot. So I just, I, I, I'm curious to see like the rest of the world, the forbidden West and everything yeah. and just everything that they're going to do yeah. with it because the scale it of it has got to be massive. Yes. Yeah. And the game was perfect to me, like the different regions and everything. It all still felt like you were in the same area like the uh same part of the world but everything fit in with like different biomes and stuff that you explore oh yeah and, and the just... boss fights were just so epic yes and like every enemy felt unique plus it wasn't just you got all these different types of weapons there were tons of upgrades there are the mods to go beyond that and it just specialized each and every weapon and it you just found what worked and it wasn't necessarily oh you had to use this for this one enemy it it was a tool in the toolbox many tools to dismantle these epic <clears throat> creatures that you come across and it's i don't know it, it was phenomenal everything about it fits and it's just I don't know how they did it because I remember looking at the trailer like, what the heck is this? Who thought this would be a good idea? And then I played it and I was like, this is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And it really just shows off like the technical prowess of like PlayStation 4. And Yeah, just, just imagine how good it's going to look on the PS5. I know. With and a beautiful OLED TV. No loading screen. So I'm, we're actually going to buy a new TV later this year, and I'm going to reset up like my entire downstairs area. So I'm I'm so hyped for the game. I I don't think it's coming out this year personally. Probably not. But uh, if it is, I, I it'll be great. Yeah. I I love the game as well. Yeah. I I I don't. I, it is not my favorite open world game, but it is it is fantastic in in every aspect. I love it as well. So have we gone through everybody's top five? I think so. Awesome. So what other games are coming out this year we didn't talk about? I think there's a few. Returnal comes out the same yes. day as Pokemon Snap. We got Disgaea 6. Yes, coming up shortly. Yep, we've got... Oh, uh, Lord. I forgot about that. Yeah, Disgaea 6. Yeah, we that would take my... Okay, I, I would have to bump... Yeah, that's probably like my number two. Yeah, I mean, don't don't forget about there. the amazing game that just came out last week, Hyper Neptunia Dimension Vulture Virtual Stars. God, oh, yeah, that gift. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Only plays hot trash, so you don't have. To. Yeah, the game, the story is funny, but the gameplay is trash. Neo, the world ends with you. Yeah, life is strange. True colors. I mean, the when, game when was is just. Neo like it's out? this fall. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Intergrade. Delayed. Rune Factory uh, 5. I mean, I got Hades in the mail today for Switch that just came out. The physical Far version. Cry Far Cry 6. I mean... I want to play Legend of Mana as well. 
Halo. Yes. Halo, whatever. Halo Infinite. Once it finally gets released, like I remember Halo Three being. Please it's don't like, suck. Please I know. Don't I know. Suck. I know right. I, I know. I know. Hope. Hope is is very excited about No More Heroes Three as well. Oh yeah, No More Heroes uh, yeah. Three. Speaking of which, I don't even. I haven't seen Hope on uh, chat in a while. I hope he's okay. Oh, uh, he's he's in he's there. busy making that that uh. Um, yeah, he's money in the stock market. Shit, if he's made, I think he's made like fifty thousand dollars off that so far. Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil Village that's coming out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Resident sheesh. Evil Village. Yeah. There is so much stuff that's supposed to come out. Yeah. Don't forget, <laughs> the most important game of all is not coming this oh. year, and that's Pokemon Arceus. And uh, no, that's next year. Yeah, that's next year for sure. Yet that's that's gonna seen. be awesome. Yet to be seen. And, <laughs> and yes, as Rem says in the chat, Run Factory Five as well. Yeah, that's that's another one that. Oh yeah. That yeah, I would like to try. I remember. I I think we were talking. It might, might have been in Discord or on a stream, but we were talking. Was talking to Rem about like Rune Factory Five and Nocturne are supposed to come out around the same time, so that's like a perfect like you know you play Nocturne so you get pissed <laughs> off. And then you play Rune Factory 5 to, like, calm down. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of RAM, it's the perfect time to talk about the contest. So, we have a contest right now. Once we get 100 members in Discord, and we're getting close. We're only, like, 10 away. I've been recruiting hardcore. Lots of people joining. Um, once we get 100 members, if you are rank 5 or higher with the MeSeek spot, then you are entered in a contest to win a PlayStation Portable complete inbox with like six games. Super cool. All you gotta do is chat in Discord. That's it. You can win. Thanks, Rem. Rem is awesome. Yep. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Yeah, Rem is so cool. So, uh, our next topic. Developer we want to revive. Yes. I guess I could start. Uh, you guys know how much a big a fan I am of Grandia and Game Arts, Ooh. right? Oh, yes. Right? It game Arts. I want yes. Game Arts back. We got so many good games from them. Didn't, like, did Square Enix acquire them? I know that they... Uh, when I'm going to go look it up. It's a good question. Limited, limited run games, when they did their release, the Square Enix logo was on the game, so... Yeah, I would love a new Grandy game or at least some sort of Grandia spiritual successor. Yes. And the thing is, like, still the first <clears throat> battle system is phenomenal. Like, just give me something else, another RPG, same battle system. So, the last game they made, it looks like, besides the remasters, is Dakuro. And before that was Ragnarok Odyssey. Um, it's. I don't know what happened to the company. What happened to them? Right. There's a lot of things you just don't hear about. And it's like your favorite publishers and developers just seem to vanish into thin air. And then you don't hear anything about it. Yeah, them. but they made Lunar. They made Grandia. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit. what a legendary developer. Gun Griffin. Project Silphied. They even worked on Smash Brothers Brawl. Really? So, yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. I think Callie would agree with me. I think these days the closest you can get to Grandius like the Trails games. Yeah, Trails of Cold Steel 4. God, that the true ending of that game. 
just it was crazy. I, I I'm I Hajimari I've heard changes combat again slightly. And then uh we all know that Kuro no Kasaki, it looks like a really generic off brand RPG. The combat looks so bad. Really? I watched the gameplay video, they say there's Why? They say there's turn based combat, but it looks so terrible. It I am so disappointed. They ruined Why, the Falcon? trail series. They've ruined it. Cold Steel was Why, perfect. Falcom? Why, Falcom? I don't know. Why? <laughs> you have Ease, which is your action games. And you have Trails, which is your turn-based games. I thought the Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave it alone. So Kuro no Kaseki looks... It looks real bad. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, this looks like a really bad version of Ease. So I'm I'm sad. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait and see what happens there. But but yeah, but that's that's an interesting um, choice for them. They were like the last big developer that did turn-based games, and they betrayed us all. Now we have to rely yep. on Riot to make a game on League that's turn-based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's good. I hope so too. At least we still have Persona something. and Dragon Quest. But... Until Microsoft I mean, I mean, buys we, out we, Sega. We. we... We can Wait. say whatever we we want. We can say whatever we want about Square and Atlus, but they they're giving us the turn-based combats like like Octopath, Bravely Default. Um, can you imagine? Can you imagine the rioting if they ever made Persona or Dragon Quest not turn-based anymore? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, this actually sold pretty well and it's got decent reviews so the combat's really know, mediocre who are we to argue with metacritic no uh, <laughs> the fans what they want persona 6 no um, god action, please action no rpg confirm yeah no the next persona <laughs> game a co-op first person shooter focused on multiplayer it's and call it's of duty a reunion of the persona 5 protagonists Ten years later, called the last surprise. That sounds like garbage. <laughs> no, please no. Okay, speaking of uh, things we want to talk about, Nick, what's your developer you want back? My developer that I want to come from—I won't say the grave, but they pretty much are. I mean, they said that they are going to continue to work on uh, games outside of this but they were acquired by a mobile company a mobile game based company and that is none other than hold on let me upload picture none other than well i thought i had it never mind tries <laughs> uh i mean they made valkyrie profile right star ocean and like Star Ocean till the end of time is one of my favorite games that I've Yeah, had. but that new Star Ocean though. Oh, you mean this one? Yeah. Where they blew the budget? Yeah. Uh, they didn't put any cutscenes hardly in the entire game, but they give you this detailed butt crack with a cattail. <laughs> We're under attack. We're under siege from another spaceship. The entire ship screen's shaking, and it's red now. Great. This is cool. We had cutscenes two games ago. 
Where are the cutscenes? They are completely absent in this game. This the game's game combat. The game is so bad. It's so bad. The franchise. And it's just freaking awful. <laughs> I hate this game. It's the most disappointed I've ever been in a game because Star Ocean has a long time reputation of you can sink hundreds of hours into these games for the multiple endings sheer game time in-game dungeons etc and the combat's always been first rate in my opinion it's i've always enjoyed it the combos the characters the story it's just felt like a complete package to me for all the games four kind of stumbled with like the voice acting was pretty cringeworthy but at the overall story was okay well i mean and it's not like they're doing right now where your head is literally up their ass <laughs> i see what you did <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty this game was terrible i'm sorry it, i had to i'm sorry it offers no replayability beyond the first initial playthrough you can beat this game in like 12 hours which is probably too long like, it should be and like two hours doing, and just be like, we're sorry, here's your money back. I was, I was just trying to speed run it pretty much to get to the actual plot that I enjoyed. And I rolled the credits. And I was like, oh, this can't be it. This is it? You are kidding me. Yeah, it's a JRPG, 12-hour so long JRPG. I'm going to go look it up right it now. And this amazing freaky. bot that we have our buddy. Let's see. And the thing is, is it's not an absolute terrible rpg it's just it is such a stain on the star ocean name and it freaking pretty much killed triad it says it's 22 hours for the main story 35 for main plus extra i don't know about that i beat it in like 16 <laughs> okay well it's terrible so but yeah it's side quests are pretty much worthless the the battle trophy system is worse than every other entry um it just it ruined the multiple endings you didn't even care about the endings you had these stupid like escort missions and everything but anyway tries had pretty much dissolved by that point because like the heads two of the aces i think left this the uh studio by this point and the third said he would not do another star ocean and they pretty much got a new guy that came along. I think he'd only worked on like one other project before. Nothing. I don't think it was even an RPG or something. But anyway, he had like one project under his belt. And he's like, I think we should do another Star Ocean. Okay. Well, here's about five months, a paltry sum of some money. And let's see what you make. So basically, they reused a bunch of assets from previous games, including like animations from like Star Ocean 3 and 4, and used them in this game with the same skills and everything to make up for like lack of content. So basically, Square Enix set them up for failure. The, the game was in development for like half a year to a year, which is nothing for RPGs. So. It's just, it was a miserable excuse for a Star Ocean game, and 
they have so much better games under their belt, like Radiata Stories, Till the End of Time, even Star Ocean 4 was good. Infinite Under Discovery was okay. They have a bunch of classics on the PlayStation, some of the best RPGs I've ever played. And it is just a shame to see them go to a gotcha game mobile developer. And it's they've only released two games, and one of them is uh, Star Ocean Amnesis, which came out for like two for like a month and absolutely flopped in the West. And they said, "Yeah, we're just done with the West, pretty much." So they aren't coming back, and they are just eating up the gotcha game frenzy right now. So, did you play this one? No, um, I think that came out right before it. I have it in my backlog, though. Is this? I found out. Yeah, I, I think if you, since you're such a fan of the, of the company, I think I think you should try it. Of course, it is not like a massive. I know it's. Anybody. I know it's like a spiritual successor to, to Bunker uh, Profile. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like pretty much anything from like 2012 onward or something. It's like they got like pretty much no funding or something. It seems like to me. Yeah one year 2015 i think 2016 was the release of this peach and uh <laughs> it was just it ruined the company and the name of the company which honestly after the heads left there wasn't a whole lot left but exist archive was the spiritual successor to valkyrie profile kinda mm -hmm. and its combat and stuff is very reminiscent but it looked like they had to do it on a budget pretty much mm -hmm. and it's it's like a slap in the face to me because i feel like some of the best rpgs i've ever played have been put out by trays and it's nothing it's nothing close to this one for example right. but but it is it is it's okay it's just sad to see like such a great developer just go to gotcha game frenzy it's just so sad but anyway tries everyone <laughs> if you haven't played their classics you should do so um i recommend emulation because nowadays most of their games are going for like hundreds and fifty dollars and it's higher range so Valkyrie Profile, I saw that a couple months ago. It was like $300. So I actually picked up yeah. a rare game today. I got Record of Lodos War for Dreamcast. Complete in box. Ooh. Isn't that like a... They got a Steam game. It's an action... Out. No, this is an action RPG. It's uh, kind of like Diablo, but more like Gauntlet. Um, yeah, it's a, not a common game for Dreamcast. It's probably the first time I've ever seen it. Um, I saw you like... Uh, Price check, price yeah, check yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, let's see if this is. Oh, it's. I know it's less. like got anime. Yeah, but... yeah, I, yeah, uh, I picked it up today. It's a little scratched, but I think it's gonna be okay. I'll hook up the Dreamcast and test it out. But it was one of the like last ten Dreamcast games I wanted, so I was hyped to find it. That's that is a rare find, because I knew it was a Steam game, but I was like, wow. Uh, I think it's still early development too. I'm gonna change my background because that's bothering me. But... <laughs> so, so Rad, what developer are you hyped to get back someday, maybe? Um, yeah.
10, I think. Um, they're the creators of this one. Uh, Midway. Um, they also okay, did... well, my stuff crashed. Oh, it died? Uh... Um, can you hear us, Callie? We can still hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. I just okay, can't, cool. I can't do anything. My computer is no bueno. Okay, you're still alive. Yeah, yeah you're still like alive. The stream's still going. Okay, well, I'm gonna... I'm gonna have to restart some stuff. So you guys just keep talking. I'll work on it. Okay. I was yeah, having I, I, some problems earlier today too. So. I think I think you're yeah I think you're still live like it is yeah, showing you like you're you're doing stuff on the background. But yeah, but it is it is mid midway. Um, the creators of the Shadow Heart series they also did games like like NBA Jam on the Super Nintendo, like Killer Instinct. That's uh, what I remember uh, Midway for. Right, yeah. Wait, they did an some... NBA game? NBA Jam. That was that was my favorite NBA game of all time. That game was... <laughs> I didn't lit. know they did the Shadow Hearts game, though. Yeah, they did. They, they, they did um, at least one and two. I'm not sure if they did three as well, but um, I think change. so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, um, they did uh, Killer Instinct 1 and 2. They did some of the first few Mortal Kombat games, Mortal Kombat. Um, so yeah, they they, uh, they they were pretty good, but uh, they 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 went bank bankrupt in 2010, unfortunately. Um, there we go. I'm back. That works. Yep. Sorry cool. about that. I don't know. Computer's just like, no, stop everything. <laughs> Mine did that today too, uh, twice with my uh, stream. I don't know what it was. I was using Streamlabs, but uh, I don't know. Well, sorry about that. I'm gonna go put our tiles back in the order they were. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna just okay. Everything is fine. It's okay. Just keep on talking. What was your game studio? Sorry. Mine. It was Midway. Midway. Was Midway. Oh yeah, they made Hydro yeah. Thunder. I loved that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they that they, they that too. Yeah, that's right. Those um, were some fun games. Yeah, they were. Um, um, did you guys remember um, that PS1 game, Area 51? They, yeah. they did that too, yeah. yeah. That was an awesome game. Yeah. That was an awesome game, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they had they had some some games, especially back in the day, um, up until the PS2 era, I will say. So so yeah, they, they unfortunately they went bankrupt. Hey, there's so bad, Greg, on the uh, so bad guy. Yeah, on the screen. Another upcoming game, Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah, there's a lot of people hyped for that too. Yeah, they had some pretty broken combos though when they did the beta. So yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I mean the gameplay looked great, and it seems like they were doing something that worked a lot better with matchmaking because. Uh, I know with lag sometimes it was just terrible for online fighting games, but they did something kind of revolutionary for this one, and it's uh, supposed to be helping with it. So. Cool. Well, Rad, um, Midway, that's a name I haven't heard forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's next? I think Lane, right? Lane, best for last. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, so I have two. Can I do two? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So my first one is Bioware. You know, they're still around, but I feel uh, like they have not made a very good game in a long time. No. Um, you know, they made Mass Effect Andromeda, which sucked. And, and now, here's the thing, though. I think that the talent is still at Bioware. 
I think they have the potential, but they just need to get EA out of their ass and make a good game. Uh, yeah. It says that the developer for Shadow Hearts was Sacknoth, <laughs> also known as, uh, where is it? Nautilus. I think Midway was probably the publisher. Probably, yeah. Probably then. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Shadow Hearts? Shadow Hearts two though. I the Ch Shadow Hearts um Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Maybe I'm wrong. Covenant. Yeah, that's right. I think Developer they were the publishers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, they were the publishers. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because I know Eric would throw a fit if he heard us say the wrong <laughs> So, uh, Lane, Bioware, yep, I don't think I've liked any of their games, but uh, I think they, yeah. they could do better. Um, yeah, I just want games like, you know, obviously Mass Effect, like a good Mass Effect, not that Andromeda trash. Oh, come uh, on. Dragon Age. Like running like this. <laughs> yeah. Something like, you know, Dragon Age Origins again would be cool. Um, Knights of the Old Republic. Phenomenal. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is an amazing game. I would love to have a game like that again by them. Just like good, you know, just don't make trash anymore. God damn it. <laughs> Inquisition was okay, but like, I mean, action for Dragon Age, never been greater. But mm -hmm. the story, it came down to like two, three decisions. And I was like, what? And yeah, you had two, three games to build up to it, and they felt almost completely irrelevant to the entire game. And I'm like, yeah. why would you do that? You had you had the choices brought over to the second game, even though yeah. a lot of people didn't like the second. I enjoyed the second because it set it up for the third. The third was their chance at redemption, and they just screwed it up with the story. But yeah. the camp. The combat never been better for Dragon Age. Although I'll say the customization for the first one lets you build your party pretty much however you want. You want like three giant meathead tanks in the middle, in the thick of it, and maybe one healer backing them all up. That's fine. If you want to have a bunch of rogues that can maybe have like a evasion tank, kind of, it's also semi doable. Mm -hmm. there's just all kinds of stuff that you can do with your party and pretty much build them however you want and each character felt like they had their own personality they stuck out they weren't just your, your other rogue they weren't just another oh meathead warrior although Sten kind of kind of fits that block but <laughs> it, yeah. anyway the characters felt unique and everything they kind of lost that in the third yeah for sure so i mean we know we're getting a new dragon age game we know we're getting a new mass effect game but i'm not holding my breath on either of them honestly like we'll see but i'm keeping my expectations low um camelot camelot would be a good developer to bring back. what did they make shining force uh golden sun, golden sun yeah. Ooh, they just, uh, yeah mario they just, uh, tennis power tour mario, mario golf, golf. <laughs> they they are also at the helm of the new mario golf speed tour so 
anyway, sorry. Cool. That okay. So uh, Kiss actually said my my second one, Miss Walker. Um, ah. So Miss Walker is still a thing here with yes. Sakaguchi, but they make mobile games now <laughs> for Apple. And, yes, for Apple Arcade. The next game they're making is called Fantasian, and it's an Apple Arcade exclusive. And the thing um, is, it actually looks pretty good. I know it does. I'm like. Oh, this looks so cool. I can't wait to download it on my Switch. Not Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. I wow, did not that's, see that coming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for the audience who may maybe isn't familiar, Miss Walker is a studio made by, created by Hironobu Sakaguchi, who is the writers of Final Fantasy 1 through 10, I believe. Is it 1 through 9 or 1 through 10? I, I think he did. I think he did 10, didn't he? 10 was his last one, wasn't it? I, I think I, so, too. I think 9 is the last one. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, he made his own studio, and he developed. He did, you know, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, The Last Story, some very fantastic RPGs. But then, like, I think it was... Let me let's see. I have it pulled up here. Yeah, so The Last Story was his last console game. And then after that, Miss Walker started developing for uh, mobile platforms um they you know they had terra battle and terra wars which were actually were there was a collaboration with final fantasy 15 that was actually kind of cool um i don't know if you guys played that but anyway um and then yeah the new game fantasian which is for apple only so i just want yeah. i mean like come on make another console game like i don't know but that game is not just yours stereotypical rpg and visuals it is set up with like dioramas i think that's dioramas how you say it um basically like landscapes that they made from hand and then they overlay the characters as if it was like a world within the rpgs and it looks it's got a very unique look and i i remember hearing about people doing it and i'm like yeah. Who thought this was going to be a good idea? This is not going to work, but yeah. it looks pretty good in the trailer. So I have I have no doubt that Fantasian is going to be a good game, but like I don't own any Apple products. Like I'm not going to be able to play the game. Yeah, I don't buy <laughs> Apple products, so I won't play it. Tough. I'll probably get like one month just to try it because apple arcades like a subscription service very similar to game pass pretty much but with only apple products and they've been bolstering their little mobile games and everything and they've had stuff with like some like final fantasy artists behind the character design and stuff but it was more of like a simulation thing and i'm not about that life so yeah well that was cool um, what we got next? Actually, let's do the polls real quick. Yes, yes. Um, so we had, we we had, had two polls. Had uh, Mario Day, everyone. I was surprised the amount of people voting for Sunshine. Like, number one was Mario World. Uh, number two... By, by hair. By only one is Mario Sunshine, yeah. which I think is the worst game on that list. I love Sunshine. Like, it's, it's not even close. It's just, like, good games, not Mario game. Mario Sunshine was very hard at times, but it felt like a true Mario game to me. I loved the little gadgets that separated it from your typical Mario game, but it yeah. also had a lot of the stuff that brought it home, like 
you, the classic nostalgia feel. So what you guys vote for? I voted for Mario World. Galaxy. Me too. Me too, yeah. Mario, Mario World. Mario World. Sunshine. Cool. I was close to voting for Mario Odyssey, but I... Yeah, Mario Odyssey is really good. I didn't. Did Anashi vote? Anashi voted for Mario World, so... Yeah. I knew that one. The second poll was, if you have a Switch, what exclusive game, not counting Wii U releases, sold you on the system? Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild was like... Smoked everybody. God, yes. it just... I just sent everybody it else. Blew it out the water. Yeah, number yeah. two was a tie between uh, Xenoblade Blade. and uh, Pokemon three and Three houses. houses, and because it's Switch and it's portable. <laughs> so I ran the same poll on my uh, Twitter. Uh, I just put three of the questions, I mean, four of the answers. Uh, I put Xenoblade one or two, which was 18% of the vote. Three houses was eighteen percent. No one said Sword and Shield. Everyone else said Breath of the Wild. So uh, everybody mm. likes uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, so Lane Rad. I mean, I bought I, I bought it three houses because I played Breath of the Wild on my Wii U. Actually, I mean, I I I played it. I bought it because of just just the new system. But Xenoblade's still my favorite game in the system. I voted yeah. Xenoblade, even though I still have yet to play it, <laughs> because like that. Like I was saying earlier, we just don't have sci-fi RPGs like JRPGs. We have plenty of Western type stuff, but yeah, go play Thirteen Sentinels. That is the gold, but it's the golden not egg. A JRPG. Yes, it is. It's like a strategy type thing. Uh, it's, a, like it's a it's a it's an RPG made in mm -hmm. Japan. It's a JRPG. If people say Dark Souls is a JRPG, then Thirteen Sentinels is absolutely a JRPG. It is. Wayne, you played okay. it. Do you think it is? Um, I do. Yeah. It's uh I consider it a real time strategy JRPG. Slash visual novel. Slash visual novel. Thank you, Rad. <laughs> but like you don't but still, that's like one. Name name another modern console JRPG. Trails. Like we've you mean we've um like uh, sci-fi sci-fi oh, sci-fi uh star ocean <laughs> right <laughs> Ooh, yeah. trails is kind of iffy trails is not it's not sci-fi i mean yeah. they have mechs but it's like a lot of rpgs have like one or two elements of sci-fi and then that's it but you don't have anything that's like heavy sci-fi related anymore it's all fantasy and, should uh, be called Star Ocean Deceit and Lost My Face <laughs> in Triace. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's that has no I guess I place. well, I mean this is this is an indie one, but I guess you could say cosmic star heroine, but right, but there's nothing mainline. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, like Trice did that. They filled a gap, you know, and now we don't have them pretty much. They've gone to mobile. They said they'll still make more, but we haven't seen anything in five years. So, so Lane, are you going to do a poll this week? Yeah, I, th I, I think with you playing Final Fantasy, one would be good. Is uh, What's your favorite MMORPG? Oh, that is a good one. I could do that. 
Thanks for for deciding for me, Kelly. I only uh, have to think about it. I had to think. <laughs> Just got it. We got to do the work. Yes. So. Does, does that does that count as a Cali poll or? <laughs> no, I mean I I do like it actually. I mean I got infinite polls. Nothing off my mind. Yeah, you go put it up. That's a great one. Uh, okay, so I'll actually, I, I had a contest up this week too, and I ran the names through a random number generator like crazy, and uh, I got uh, Raina. Raina is the winner. Raina the mouse. So I will be messaging her the uh, the key for that. So she's a new member of the Discord. Um, she streamed Ori, and she's a huge Skies of Arcadia fan. Like she's got like a Vice figure, like all the Skies of Arcadia stuff you could imagine. Like super, super Skies of Arcadia fan. So. Oh, I need to play that so bad. Like so I watched bad. Lane stream it. I mm -hmm. like I fell in love with the characters just watching him. So like, good. It's just a great cast. Sorry, what game? Skies of Arcadia. Cinderella oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. is the biggest fan <laughs> of that game. It's amazing. But yeah, Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, I, I'll I'll. I think I watched like almost the entire thing on Lane's stream, so it, it, I loved it. So what's the next thing? I'm just over is, here is, is, trying to get my cat. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? What are we playing currently? Yeah, I think that's where we're going. Or what? Or, or what have have we been playing the last two weeks? I guess. Yeah, well, we've been yeah. playing. I have to go look at my Twitch stream thing. I don't know what I've been playing. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, Rad, you go first. Oh, I can start. Okay, I can start. So, so um, like a week ago, I finished um, Bravely Default Two. Ah. Um, I think it is a great, great game. Um. Uh, we don't have a lot of um, RPGs with job systems like that these these days. Um, they pretty much I, get I can, away with it. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can only think of Octopath Traveler and maybe one here and there, like mm -hmm. um, that I've played. Probably those two: Final Fantasy V, um, Final Fantasy III. Uh, but yeah, but I, I, I actually enjoyed the game a lot. Um, I think the gameplay and the justice thing is the best part of the game. Um, the story is decent. It doesn't do anything that that is like, um, you know, groundbreaking or anything like that. But um, it has its good moments. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I beat the main story. And, and, and after that, I decided to jump into the, to the post game as well. In order to get the true ending, which I did, um, yeah, um, it, it it has become one of my I don't know top five RPGs on the Switch for sure. Um, very recommended if you're looking to 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 play something like that. You know, like with job systems, it has like over twenty different jobs, and you can do so many combinations um, and and beat the game in so many ways that um, it has a lot of replay value because of that. Um, and after, I, I think it took me like 50 hours in order to get everything. Um, and even after that, I jumped straight into Bravely Default 1 now, um, which is which is a game that I started recently um, because I just couldn't have enough of, the, of that of that system, you know. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm, I'm like two hours into Bravely Default 1 as well. Um, 
I hear it's pretty good as well. I, I, I just heard that um, it has some pacing issues at, t- towards the middle of the game, but other than that, I think it, it, it is very solid. Um, so so I'll, I'll keep playing it. Um, what else? Oh, I've been playing this game as well. Um, Mario and Luigi oh, yeah. S- Superstar Saga um, for the 3DS. Um, I'm I'm actually catching up on on, on some 3DS games. Um, that was a that was a time that I that I skipped. Um, like like the 3DS system, I didn't play that many games. I did um, too. Yeah, so I was I was playing mostly um, consoles console games. Like like um, I I I wasn't that um, big of a fan of, of portable games, but that changed since since I got the Switch. So. Now trying to track some of those, you know, 3DS games, and because of COVID, that's that's a hard task. Yeah, right? they gotten pricey. Yes. I've heard them. The Superstar Saga is really good. It's guys, my meeting crashed I mean, I'm again. I'm like ten hours into it. I don't know what's going uh, on. Zoom is not liking yeah. me today. And Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, my computer was doing it earlier too. I'm gonna go check some uh, temperature stuff real quick. Like I, all I was doing was streaming Final Fantasy VI, so it should not be straining my computer. I mean, mine's kind of yeah. warm. I've got a lot of crap running. I might, I might close the windows. So, so keep talking, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so I was gonna say, Nick. So I know you're a big fan of this. Yes. Of this series. So, so what do you think about it? I think Superstar Saga is a very solid RPG. It. Uh, kind of loses a little bit of the balance in paper mario because i mean it's easy to balance one damage point versus like hundreds but i'll say the combat system in superstar saga is very unique specifically because of the combos it's your typical action time commands but it's got the uh combos between the characters which Mm -hmm. you use the corresponding right for each character and you have to time it just so Mm -hmm. lane you did not call my favorite world of war crap how dare you change that and uh, change that (laughs) (laughs) oh the poll the poll is up everyone (laughs) how dare it fix that i couldn't resist fix it Um, (laughs) fix it but yes it it takes action command system to a new height and it's a new world to explore it's the bing bing kingdom if i'm correct yeah that's not fixing it it is great fix it good job lane Lane. (laughs) (laughs) the game is great the combat system's on point Mm -hmm. the it's uh, challenging though it is a challenging game yes yes it is more challenging than any of the paper mario games that i played too as well it I had a hard time with that game. There were some boss fights. I was like, gosh, I got to go back, get some bear gear, mm-hmm. grind, actually figure out how to do this combo, and we'll, right. we might overcome this. <laughs> it is really but, nice, though, that the remake gives you the option to practice every every combo if you want. Like You, you, you can practice um, any any combo that you get uh, for free without like losing any time and and you can just keep practicing until you get better and then fight the boss which nice which is because awesome. the original did not uh, and i yeah. have yet to go back to visit the remake i have it but yeah. I, I went ahead and got those before they got expensive because if you look back at the classics 
of like the thousand year door paper mario the seven stars legend of the seven stars jesus the price on those things is just going up and up uh thousand year door is over a hundred dollars if i'm not mistaken for yeah i think so yeah i i gave that to my brother so that he could show it to my nephews so <laughs> yeah so yeah so that's that's another game i've been playing um, the main game I'm playing right now is actually Chi Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne for the PS2, the, the original version. Um, I the couldn't OG. resist. Yeah, <laughs> I had it already. So I, I was like, sure, why not? I, I, I've i been itching for Chi Megami Tensei for a while, so I decided to, to jump into it. Uh, and I'm like close to 20 hours into the game already. Um, I think it is great. I, I, I love um, so many things about it. And, and I appreciate like um, some things that the game has, considering that it is an old game for, from 2004, I think 2003, 2004. Um, um, that I that I think is gonna is gonna is gonna be good for for the Switch now. Like I, um, the the combat is ageless. You know, it's just your classic yes. Megami Tensei combat. Um, um, it is it is a hard game though. It is it is it is really challenging, but. I, I haven't been stuck anywhere in the game for more than I don't know, like half an hour maybe, um, trying to fight a boss or or trying to to progress through an area or or through a puzzle. Have um, you uh, made it back to Matador yet? To say that again, Matador or the bullfighter? Oh yeah, so 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 I, I beat it. I beat it. Uh, it took me. Ah. It, it took me a few times. A, a few. So the, the the way that the game works, I don't want to spoil anything. Is that, um, but um, you you need to find some some items, right? And and every time you find an item, you have to fight a boss for that item. So so usually those bosses are like really really tough. And that one that you mentioned is one of them. Um, um, I I. I I beat another one after that one that, in my opinion, was more difficult than that one, the Matador. Hmm. Um, but, but, but yeah, as I was, as I was telling you earlier, like I think um, that the game rewards you for going back to previous areas. You know, um, you, you don't have to do the grinding in a, in the sense, but you know, you can just go yeah. back and, and enjoy talking to the NPCs again or the demons. Like they have different conversations depending on what's happening on the plot at the moment. They give you tips about the story and about things you can do, like um, like for, for fusion and, and and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so 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 it is worth revisiting all areas so that you of course grind and and take advantage of, of some missable content, I guess. Right. Um, um, but yeah, and no, I, I, yeah, go ahead. That, that different like dialogue, when you go back to revisit an NPC just really adds to like the content of the RPG, in my opinion, like it just adds so much more variety and makes it feel like a living world, you know, it's not right. You, you're not going to have the same exact conversation with someone right it's usually going to have some variation or something and just like being able to have that little bit of difference really makes the characters like come alive or have their own personality or something and and there's very few games that really expand upon that and i found that grandia is one of them and it just 
that game just really helps bring out show how it can bring out like the character and even an npc that you're only going to meet like once or twice and it just adds a lot to the game uh and falcom does a lot of that too i'm pretty sure otherwise they won't have you go back and retalk to every character in the chapter if you want to platinum the game <laughs> so i am pretty sure that they expand upon that point but i I don't think that you should talk to every NPC at multiple points in the game in order to get a completionist. That's that's a good to know thing, but not something that they should, you know, make you do. You know, that, right. That it, it's good to have if you want to do it, but right. please don't make me do it. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, and and another thing about the game is that yeah, um, having having the right set of demons at a specific times is so important like yeah like like at some point I, for for example you can you can have a, a team of level 30 demons and get your ass kicked but maybe you can have a set of demons of level 25 and ease through the boss if you have the right yes demons, so so, so that system <laughs> it's it's crazy it's yeah. so basically as a, as a rule of thumb if you have a demon that it is weak against an attack of the enemy, just take it out, even if it is strong, yeah. because you will die otherwise. You um, just got to, like, you, you got to mitigate what you're weak against and then mm -hmm. make sure that they have skills that are strong against them. So mm -hmm. that's where, like, the demon fusion and everything comes yeah. in, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the last game I've been playing, or that i played for at least two hours was an instant classic one of the best games ever created um a game that is very well known by the Eternia archives community oh Time you played it you played it and freaking eternity let's it's show shit. it's so bad <laughs> like it's just seeing the cover Makes me shed a man tear. <laughs> so, so obviously, I went to the game with really low expectations, and the game is as bad as as people say. But, but I still think it is a better game than Luna Dragon Song. L Luna you, Dragon. Yeah, Song it is. It is. It's playable, but the combat. Oh, it's just so bad. It's so bad. But, Kali, I was gonna tell you. Do you remember the main female character of this game? She's Pyra and Mithra before yeah, she Pyra and Mithra existed. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she she's is. badass. She's yep. badass. She, she, she's the only good character in the game because the main male character is an idiot. And, <laughs> and, um, the, and that little the, dragon, the, correct? Yeah, exactly. He uh, but, yeah, he's the dragon, but be, like, did you know before, like, like when the game starts, you know that the dragon is actually a person, um, and the person was still an idiot. So it, it, it's just it's just Nothing a complete mess. Like, you know, it's yeah, been no, so but... long. I played it when it first came out. I was like, I'm um, hop out. Aha! There we go. It's, it's basically nice. Zoom. Hey, just like the qual quality, quality is trashed here, though. Absolutely. You, you sure you don't have a mosaic filter over your my face? Yeah, my skin. <laughs> Guys, it's the best I could do. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, we oh, lost gosh. all the viewers, so like everybody left. Maybe. Anyway, I'll, I'll go ahead and go, and we'll just wrap it up. Okay. Um, so I, uh, let's see, last two weeks, uh, I actually didn't game hardly at all this last week. Uh, I bought a new dirt bike, and every minute of my free time has been either riding or working on it, except for ride today. Yeah, today I actually was going to go for a ride, but then it decided to rain all day, so I ended up playing Final Fantasy fourteen all day, which was fun. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, play, been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, got back into that. Like I was saying earlier, I finished Shadowbringers today and uh, was just getting caught up on a bunch of content that I missed out. I also, I never finished all of Stormblood. Um, so i just going back and kind of doing some, you know, trials, raids, dungeons that I missed, getting caught up. Uh, it's been fun. Um, let's see, also I've been playing some Hearthstone, uh, I got to gold this week. Um, I'm like gold gold 10 right now. Um, and so I, I just play that. I, I actually, I a lot of times I will play Final Fantasy 14 and Hearthstone at the same time, one on each monitor. Oh. <laughs> so I can like, if, if I'm in cutscenes or something, like I can just like quick do my turn or whatever, or waiting on a queue or something. It's kind of nice to just play both games at the same time. So been doing that a lot. And uh other than that, uh I did pick up I think I might have talked about it last time, but I did pick up Bravely Default 2. Been playing that. Uh I am almost to chapter two. I got stuck on uh the Berserker boss. I won't spoil who it is, but um had to change my uh I consulted the uh, the master rad, he's already beaten the game. So I consulted <laughs> Rad for some advice and Ray. Um, and uh, made a few tweaks to my uh, my party setup, and then I beat him. So it's still challenging, but uh, um, really enjoying Bravely Default too. I play that a lot of times, like right before I go to sleep at night, just slowly making some progress here and there. It's a great game, loving it. So that's all I got. Well, nice, nice. Uh, don't forget about Diablo three. We've been playing that on Sunday. Oh nights. yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll be playing. We play. Yeah, we're playing that on Sunday, so we'll be Nick, you're gonna play tomorrow. again tomorrow? Are you there tomorrow, oh, guys? Yeah. yeah. Wish we around. could get Rad in on the fun. Yeah, I know. Diablo three for PC. Uh, so I I'm not gonna go back to everything because I've been playing quite a bit, but I'll just uh, I played Neptunia Virtual Stars. It is terrible. It is so bad. Um, it's funny. There's some parts that are legit funny. Um, and then for Mario Day, I played the greatest Mario RPG ever made, Legend of Seven Stars. We made it past a few yeah. bosses. Um, and then for uh, the Ori anniversary, I played all the way up through the Gensu Tree. The Gensu Tree, and we beat that. And then we also went and I loaded up my 100% save, and then we beat the final escape of the game and rolled the credits. <laughs> so that was a fun time. I've obviously been playing Diablo 3. I've been playing a metric ridiculous crap ton of Legends of Runeterra. Uh, I love Legends of Runeterra so much. It is the best electronic implementation of a card game ever, and it's coming for someone that played Magic for 20 years. Um, I love it. Um, and I'm, I guess I'll, this is a good place to announce it as any. Uh, next Sunday morning, we're going to have a one once-a-month show with myself, Mimir, uh, Lone Red, Crow... 
Uh, I think one other person, oh, Rune, Runehawk. We're going to have a monthly Runeterra-based podcast, and we're going to cycle through each one of our channels, anybody that wants to host it, and it's going to be streamed on the Runeterra channel, not like a podcast, because it's just going to be focused on the Runeterra meta, uh, what we think of at the state of the game, most recent patches, uh, our favorite decks at the time. I think Mimir's going to do a lore segment, because he's a huge lore fan, so once a month we're going to do that. Um on weeks we don't have a attorney a podcast and uh yeah so i'm looking forward to it because uh, most of them were they were like well that seems really cool you probably saw it in the chat and discord um yeah yes. that, that sounds interesting i so, enjoy watching that. so it's gonna be at like 10 in the morning on sunday uh oh, never mind. because <laughs> two of them are overseas so Oh, uh, we, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're like six hours ahead of us. So Mamir, it's like three in the morning for him right now. Same with Lone. Um, mm. But yeah, we're going to do that. So then I play Yakuza nice. Like a Dragon, which just keeps getting amazing. God, that game is so good. Um, I play more Ease 9, Monster Nox, obviously more Runeterra. Um, so my streaming schedule, basically, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I'm going to be playing Runeterra. Also playing Diablo on Sunday night, and then Tuesday through Friday I'll be playing at uh, JRPGs. So that's my schedule, or uh, or Metroidvania or something. Um, nice. so yeah, Nick, what about you, buddy? So I have been uh mostly playing Final Fantasy VI. I just got to the world of ruin. So that, yes. Game's great, yeah, isn't it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, that's that's uh yeah. yeah. Great game. Great game. I love it. And uh <laughs> all the characters so far. It's uh I it still surprises me how much character for each individual that they pack into the sprites. And I I love the game. And I think it probably deserves a remake better, more than Final Fantasy VII, probably. And I just, it has to be done with all the character that's in the original. Yeah. It's something that they could not miss out on. But I, God, I like, that game. I remember Dissidia's character models for Kefka and Terra, and I feel like they were pretty close to the source material and something I don't know. I, I could see like, I love the game and everything, but I could also see what they could do with it. And I, I just love all the characters, their individuality, the story as a whole. You, I mean, I had spoilers, but I I can't think of another game that just did that with the story you know i just it's fantastic but each character i love i'm probably going to clip the section with shadow makes an appearance because i was like mm -hmm. that's my boy <laughs> i can think of one game that copied final fantasy 6 but i'm not going to say what it is for this for sport yeah, i was gonna oh, say okay. that too i was gonna say that too but and i know oh, rad okay. knows which one i'm thinking about what okay. game can you message me can one of you guys pm me um, yeah dm me yeah, dm, DM me. me dm me <laughs> wait no i can't say it because nick hasn't played it yet. no, no dm yeah, me yeah. send me a message oh, shoot. oh that, send, that okay would i'll be send the... i'll send you a message because okay. i've beaten okay. that game so 
Uh, I don't, I don't but, know. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, let's but, send it um, to you. But I haven't beaten. That, I I've have not beaten playing... that game. Okay. I so I've been playing. Played it for you. Uh, Persona Five Strikers. I've made it to the third dungeon. I don't think it's going to be that long of a game. I think I'm coming up towards the end, but I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> but. I've enjoyed my time with it. It feels like a true extension of the original Persona uh, plotline and everything. The characters ha still have all the charm, even though you do notice like some of the voices dipping down because I think they had to record at some of the characters' homes for some of it. So it, Ryuji is noticeably lower than everybody else, but it's just... I've, I really enjoy the combat because it takes pretty much everything about what makes Persona 5 great and applies it to a action combat system. And the thing is, it's Omega Force that did it, but it doesn't feel like a Musu game to me. Like, each combo has an element when you apply the Y button. So it makes you think about your combo. Each combo serves a purpose. It's not just, well, this one kills this guy faster. No. If you play on hard, you're going to be doing everything you can to break the enemy's guard to get to that uh, all-out attack where your group just make, pounds them, you know? Just like from the original Persona 5. It really makes you pay attention to those weaknesses. And if you play on hard, you die in like three or four hits. It's quick. Combat's quick. It makes you learn their combos and every the enemy's attack patterns. And there's a lot that's going on on screen. So you have to use the environment unless you'll get overwhelmed. Sometimes you have like a pole that you can spin down and just do like a group melee attack. Or maybe there's an ice crystal you can detonate and deal like a group ice damage and if the enemy is a fire element that ice damage will break their guard if you can break one of the little ones guards then you can do an all-out attack on the entire group so it makes you really pay attention to each individual enemy that you encounter while focusing on their weaknesses and everything and it just it's solid combat the story feels like a true progression of the cast and everything and it's the whole group that you enjoyed from the first game plus two more editions i think i could be wrong there could be more but i love it it feels like a true sequel to me and i really enjoy it it's not the turn-based uh perfection that persona 5 had where you can uh just strategize each individual element but it takes a lot of what made persona 5 great and it applies it and even adds a couple more features like cooking uh <laughs> where you would make coffee or even curry in game towards the end of persona 5 which was crucial for your dungeon runs it is even more so for these longer encounters and everything where you have to grind and it's just I, I really enjoyed my time with this game. And then there's one other game that I picked up just not that long ago based on a recommendation from our very own Rad Console Gaming. And that is 
Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. It is on sale on the Nintendo eShop for $10. And because Ooh. Nintendo games almost never go down, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I bought $10. It. I, I might buy I, that. I did the digital. And I gotta say, the game looks great on Switch. And it's got a lot of what made Capcom great. It's got a lot of the depth to it as well. I was kind of surprised, but it's not absolutely as punishing as XCOM is. Mm. And that's exactly what I needed. And the humor in the game is slapstick, but is spot on. Even my girlfriend laughed at some of the parts of it. I just had to show her some of the highlights. Like, there's so, one portion where, like, uh, there's a Donkey Kong impersonator on top of a tower, and it's like Jenga. They just pull the one piece, and he just topples over, and it's just perfect. And the humor is on point. The strategy is there if you look for it. Each character feels unique. They've got their own little slot to fill in your party, and it's got a light-hearted Mario story. Not very much focused on that, but the gameplay, like most Mario games. So, I'm enjoying what I've had so far. I've only beaten one world, but the world is vibrant. It has some little bits of exploration, which is nice to have in a strategy game. And um, it's got the depth of a, a true strategy RPG. So, I'm really enjoying it and glad that Rad recommended it. If, if, you, if you really enjoy it and, and at some point you want the physical version, wait until Black Friday and you'll find it for $15. 15 right. price. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, thanks for the heads up that that's on sale. I've kind of been wanting to get that game and $10 might have sold me on it. Yeah, Rad got to mm -hmm. talking about Mario RPGs and everything. And I was like, it's been a long time since I've played one. So I saw that on the eShop. I was like, well, okay. Yeah, I, I picked it up on Black Friday a couple years ago. It's all right, but I don't like XCOM. So I, I, I didn't play it very long. XCOM was okay for me. Until, like, I made it to the point where I was pretty much going to... It was like a story mission. And I felt like I was pretty much going to have to lose somebody. I was like, okay. And I saved after it. And it felt like after that point on, I could not catch up. My party was just not up to snuff. Ever since I... It felt like you fell behind in one place. And the rest of the game was an uphill battle. This is not like that. It is balanced. You can. There's an easy mode if it gets too hard, um, and there's no penalties for using it. And it heals your party in between fights. It's it's a great strategy RPG, I'll say. So, is there anything else we want to talk about tonight? I think we covered everything. Yeah. Yeah, sorry for the uh, the technical difficulties. I don't know what happened. My Zoom just decided it was done with meetings, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was today. My, my Streamlabs cut out on me twice, so maybe, I don't know, something with the systems. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I guess we got to find somebody to raid. So 
Super Derek is obviously playing, and we've got Reggie, who's part of Discord, who's playing Ori. Do you guys have anyone uh -huh. you'd like to raid? Uh, either of them. Make make it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it to you. Well, Reggie's uh, part Alex. of our Discord. Yeah, let's let's yeah, raid Reggie. Yeah. Reggie Mio. All right, everyone. So if you're not part of our Discord and you're watching, please go there, do the thing. There's the YouTube. We put our backup videos. Uh, I hope you guys stay around for the raid. Reggie's a pretty nice guy. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate it. I hope everyone clicks that yes, let's let's go raid Reggie button. Nice guy. Go. So I will talk yeah, to you everyone. guys next time. Have a good night. See ya. See you guys.